Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Woven Troop Podcast. It is Troop here. And it's your boy, Woop. And on this podcast, we're going to be doing our NFL Guest the Lines Week 15, right? Yep, 15. Um, also, want to announce a, our winner of the giveaway on our Instagram. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we had a little giveaway going for two gift cards, a $10 Amazon and a $25 Dix card. So shout out to Mike for winning that giveaway. We randomly chose that uh, yesterday, actually, yeah? Yep. And then, uh, Woop, you want to go with uh, Lucky 7? Oh, yeah, and uh, our boys, uh, Brock Williams and Haver Bryant, they, they're starting their own little business. It's uh, You can follow them on Instagram at Lucky7Raffle. They raffle all sorts of cool stuff. They've done, you know, uh, Jordan shoes. they got a Penny Hardaway jersey that's uh, being raffled. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be going live on that raffle soon. So, yeah, make sure you go give them a follow. And, uh, yeah, you want to get started with a pod? And yeah, also, um, I might sound a little raspy. I have a little bit of a cold. I was out in the freezing rain this morning for work at the River Club. So that's probably where that's coming from. But, um. All right, for our first game on Thursday Night Football, we got the Chargers at the Raiders here. You know, the Chargers aren't really playing for much now. Anthony Lynn and their season has just gone to crap. Yeah. They've given away so many close games. I still believe they haven't lost a game by more than 10 points except for that Patriots game where they got blown out. Yeah. But they played so many close games. And then with the Raiders, they're trying to push for that uh, last wild card spot in the AFC. Mm -hmm. Um, So my pick on this game, I've got Raiders minus three. What about you, Um, For this game, I've got the Raiders – Let's see. Let me see what I had them at. I'm pretty sure I had them. Yeah, Raiders minus three and a half for this game. Um, but I could really see this game being, you know, close. I could see the Chargers winning this game because the Raiders' defense, is, as we've seen the past three games, has not been good at all. You know, they've allowed, they've averaged about 31 points scored against them the past three games. Wow. And then also they've let up 379 yards. So they haven't been playing, you know, all that great. Um, but yeah, I I see this game being close. But my line is three and a half. Uh, you said three. Yeah. For Raiders. It's three on the dot. So I take, give the lead. One zero. Yeah, Chan takes the lead. One zero. Uh, next game we have the Panthers at the Packers. Um, the Panthers they've just been mediocre this whole year. They haven't really had a one game where they really looked like a legit team. They've looked good in spots on certain sides of the ball, but they haven't been able to really put it together. And this Packers team, man, they're rolling. Yeah. Offensively, they're just unstoppable. They, I mean, they guess. I, they kind of had a close game against the Lions last week. It was only a one-score game. Mm-hmm. But you really felt for the whole point of that game that the Packers had control and there was no chance the Lions could win. And that's kind of how a lot of the Packers games feel when Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are just hitting on the levels that they are right now. Yeah. So I've got Packers minus eight. What about you, Woop? Um, I have Packers – pretty sure I had them around six. Yeah, Packers minus six for this game. Uh, Yeah, like you're saying, Devontae Adams – uh, Aaron Rodgers, they've just been balling all year. It's going to be hard to beat this Packers team, uh, especially with, uh, you know, going up against this Panthers offense. I don't think they'll be able to, you know, hang with the uh, Packers offense. Yeah. But one thing for the Packers that they got to do better on or, you know, what they have to improve for the playoffs is their defense has got to be better. Because like you said, even though we felt like, you know, the Lions never really had a shot at winning that game, uh, they were still in it because mm-hmm. – because, you know, the Packers' defense isn't that great. So yeah. uh, to be the number one team in the NFC, they've got to – their defense has got to improve to, you know, go far, go as far as they'd like in the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. Agreed, 100%. Um, for the next game we have well, – What was the spread on Oh, that yeah, game? my bad. Pfft, totally forgot. Um, The spread on that game was Green Bay 8.5. Wow. Come here. 2-0. Let's go. takes the early lead, 2-0. All right. Yep. Uh, next game, Lions at the Titans. I said Titans minus four and a half for this game. I feel like it's going to be a little bit higher than that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with four and a half. You know, Lions just had that loss against the Packers. 
uh, Titans, who they just beat last week. They beat some. Oh, they beat the Jags thirty-one to ten. They, yeah, uh, pretty convincing win. You know, we kind of expected that. Uh, yeah, they're still they're fighting. They're tied with the Colts um, at the top of the division. The Colts have the tiebreaker against them. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Colts have Colts mm-hmm. are that. They're what they would be the three four seed in the AFC right now. Yeah, yeah. So they have the tiebreaker against the Titans. So a uh, big game this week. I I see the Titans winning this game. By, oh, for around, sure. by around like 10 or so. I just think like like the Packers last week, I just think the Titans offense will be a little bit too much. And, you know, Derrick Henry's a beast. He'll be hard to tackle. So. Yeah, I agree. This Titans team is rolling and going in the right direction, especially because playoffs are coming up and they need these wins more than ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Titans minus five and a half. Let's see. It is – wow, Titans ten and a half, man. Woo! That's nuts. Three oh, I'm putting a whooping on whoop today. Jeez, I'm hyped, man. Um, next game we had the Seahawks at the Washington Football Team. Uh, both these teams are actually not not bad. The Seahawks. Um, let me see what's their record again. Um, the Seahawks are nine and four, while the football team is six and seven. The football team's defenses look stout. They had two defensive scores against the 49ers last week in their win. I want to say it was twenty three fifteen or yep, something. Yeah, twenty three fifteen. And uh, the Seahawks they blew out the Jets last week, right? Yeah, four yeah. three. So the Seahawks really need wins here. They want to be able to take that title of NFC West. Yeah, West. They need that over the Rams. They're tied right now. And the same for the football team. They really want to secure that NFC East spot. I'm really hoping the Seahawks can clutch up and win here because I need the football team to lose. But I'm going to go Seahawks minus one. Okay, I said Washington minus one and a half just for them being at home, and they have been playing really hot lately. And also, I feel like I don't know if you know Vegas is looking into this, or I mean they probably factored in everything, obviously. But this Washington team's got a really good defense, kind of like the Giants did. And what we did, and what did we see? The Giants beat the Seattle yeah. team, and I think this will be another scenario where you know the Seahawks' offensive line's not going to play great, and and I don't see why they would now. They haven't played great all season. I think Washington's defense will just be will be able to contain, uh, you know, Russell Wilson in that offense and really just win on the defensive side of the ball. So I feel like – and and their offense has played well too. So I feel like this is a game where Washington may end up actually winning, and I feel like they might just be favored too. So I said Washington minus one and a half. You said Seattle minus one. Yeah. So it's really just whoever's favored. Um, Come on, be Seattle. Seattle minus five and a half. Woo. Wow. Four to nothing, nothing. Pay. Hey, hey, there's still Tom. There's, there's still time. Tom. There's, time. there's still Tom. But, dang, I'm, I'm surprised. I really feel like – I'm a Seattle fan. I just really feel like Washington might actually win this game. Yeah, that, I mean, that's respect. But uh, next game, we got the Jaguars at the Ravens. Uh, the Jaguars, we've talked about them every week. And we have to pick their game. They're terrible. I mean, there's nothing good about that team to look at as of right now. Gardner Minshew's not even playing, or is he? Wait, is he playing? I'm pretty sure it's still Mike Glennon. I can check, actually. I think it's. Um, it is. I'll check their last game. Who'd they play? Yeah, Titans. And. No, yeah, Gar- I think Gardner. Oh, it is Gardner Minshew. Yeah, oh, and, but Mike Glennon played like. Half the game as well. Yeah, so, so maybe I, I actually don't know the situation on that right now. I know they. I think we'd probably assume it's Gardner. I know he was hurt, but they, when he came back, they were still starting Glennon for some reason. Gardner, he was like, did Gardner he, play the second half of that game? Uh, I don't actually know. Or was it the first half? I just had stats for both. Um, <coughs> it may just be game time decision. Yeah, because or, um, Gardner Minshew was back healthy for like three weeks, and they kept Glennon as a starter. Yeah, they may just keep it day to day. And see. and this other guy with I forget his last name. It was like a L. But uh, yeah, this game. I've got the Ravens winning big here. I'm going to go Ravens. Let me see what I said exactly. I think I said 10 and a half. Yeah. Uh, Ravens minus 10 and a half. Um, 
I just see them rolling in this game. They're how their offense looked great against the Browns defense, which is actually legit. I mean, Lamar coming back after that poop was pretty legendary. Yeah. Or that poop or cramps, whatever it was. Whatever it was. But uh yeah, that was kind of cool. Paul Pierce made some jokes about it because you know he did that in the you game. You saw the meme? Yeah. With uh they had Lamar Jackson on Pierce's uh, yeah. face whenever Pierce is in the wheelchair and all but, that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. But I'm going to go, yeah, like I said, Ravens minus 10.5. What about you? I said Ravens minus 8.5. I think you're going to get this. I think that's too low. Uh, I think Ravens will end up blowing this Jaguars team out because it is the Jaguars and they're just awful. And then also uh, the Ravens had that nice statement win against the Browns, a big win. You know, they're making that playoff push. They needed that win. Um, it was in Cleveland. I personally thought – you know, Cleveland was going to win that game, and you know they had a shot at the end. It was just—it was arguably maybe the best game of the year so far. That game was awesome, and it was one of those games where you didn't think it would be that high scoring. You know, not we, at all. We—I thought it was going to be like we said. I said 27-20. You said twenty-one seventeen as predictions for that game, and uh, it was what forty-seven to forty-two. It was yeah. pretty nuts. So both of those teams uh, played really well, and they looked like you know legit playoff contenders, mm-hmm. uh, offense and Agreed. defensively. So yeah, and uh, maybe, Lamar, not, maybe not defensively, but well. Well, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> yes. Maybe for the Browns' sake, maybe not. I know, I know they put up 42 points on the Ravens' defense, but the Ravens' defense is banged up. They were missing some corners. Yeah. They had to put. But I forget still... who it was who was getting targeted the whole game because he was so trash. I forget his name. It was like something Smith. Yeah, on the Browns' side, defensively, I mean they're mediocre, but uh, so maybe not there. But like, yeah, uh, for, the, for the Ravens, I think you know they, they i think they made a case throughout the whole season that they're one of the best defensive teams in the league mm-hmm. maybe not on that top tier but they're just under it yeah but yeah so i you you said 10 and a half mm-hmm. i said 8 and a half it is Baltimore 13 0 5-0 wow holy cow i'm getting waxed right now how many games <laughs> how many games do we have left to go through we have one we have like 10 Ten left? Yeah, something like ten. Okay, time to go ten to five. Turn this baby around. <laughs> All right, next game we got the Niners at the Cowboys. The Niners coming off that loss to the football team and the Cowboys off their big win against the Bengals. If the Cowboys even want to have a shot of winning the division, which I still think is slim to none, they have to win out and have a bunch of people lose out. But I think they will win this game. Um, it's hard for me to put them favor just because I feel like the Niners team is better than them on paper. But the Cowboys are – I feel like playing for more at the moment. So I'm going to go pick them. You're going with the pick them? I said, I mean, it's one of those situations where the Niners five and eight and the Cowboys are like, the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are like, what, four and nine? I think, I think the Niners are five and eight because they've lost the last two. They lost to Washington. They're not six. They don't have six wins. No, they Uh, lost the Bills uh, and Washington. I wish I could have changed my dad. So uh, I I still think Niners will be favored in this game because I just think they're a better all around team than this Cowboys team, even though the Cowboys are at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I just see them winning like around – it'll be close. I see them winning like seven by like seven because, as we know, the Niners' offense isn't all that great. Yeah, Nick Ball is trash. But, but the Cowboys' defense is awful. So it'll be one of those games where it's close, but I think just the better team will come out on top. I personally said Niners favor one and a half for this game. You said pick them. So does that mean I get it if the Cowboys are favored? Or no? Not me if you want. Sure. Uh, I'm up five, though, so I should probably <laughs> – I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll just see what the line is real quick. It's – it's Sam Fran three. So All right, there you go. Five one. There you yeah. go. Whoop. Yeah, I'm on the board. <laughs> By the way, this series is tied six to six. So it's, it is a very. It's, it's a. It's a pretty big it's week. Been, I think it, it's been like this close ever since we've been tied. It's gone week to week almost. Like almost. Literally. I think you won two. I think you won two straight at one point. Then I won two straight, and then you won one, and I won. Yeah. One. So it's been like back and forth. Super but, neck and neck. But yeah, six to six. Uh, next game is Jets at the Rams. Uh, the Rams. 
they need this win. Like I said, they're tied with the Cowboys for the NFC West title, and they need this win here. And the Jets are god-awful, so they're not really worried about too much. But I'm going to go – Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You said they're tied with the who? The Seahawks. You said Cowboys vaccinated. I did? I think, I think oh, you did. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was confused for a minute. I okay, like, I meant, yeah, sorry. I meant yeah, to say Seahawks. I think but, we all know what you mean. I was just yeah, making sure. But, uh, I mean. yeah, they're tied for that at 9-4. and four, And I don't think they're really sweating this game too much. I'm going to go Rams minus 10.5. I said Rams minus 12 for this game. I think uh, I probably went a little too low there. I mean, yeah, if – I'm, I think if Baltimore was favored by 13 against the Jags, I think this game should be high, higher too. That's fair. That's because the Jets point. haven't won a game, and like you said, the Rams. I mean, the Jags only have one win now. So yeah, but the but like but like you just said, the Rams are competing for that top uh, yeah. spot in the playoffs, so they'll be hungry, even though it's against this Jets team. They got to win every game, you know, or at least it feels like they they need to, you know, to, oh, for sure. to stay at that three seed. Um, so I said minus 12. You said minus 10 and a half. The line for this game is. Rams minus 17. They think they've been blow Holy the doors off of them. 17. Holy cow. So it's fun. I, I would think about taking the Jets there, like with the spread, just because I don't think they're winning by that much. I don't think mm, – well, the way the Rams' offense have been playing the last couple of weeks, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they cover that. They got they got arguably, you know, top three defense in the league right now. Aaron, yeah, Aaron Donald, John Ramsey. You know, the Jets aren't putting up more than seven to ten points on this Rams Yeah, that is, that is a little bit tough, though, because and the, the Jets, Rams, Jets couldn't put up points against the Seahawks defense, and they're not good at all. Yeah, and the Rams put up what? They put up 38 points against the Cal, uh, Cardinals, and they who they just played last week. They they won 24-3 to against the Pats, which the Pats have a decent defense. So I could see them covering 17. So we'll maybe, see. maybe. Uh, but next game we have the Bills at the Broncos. Josh Allen – Sorry, uh, and the Bills coming off that great win against the Steelers. Um, he didn't play like tremendous, but they got the job done. They got the win. He had two touchdowns passes in that game. And, I mean, that's a big win against a team that only had one loss going into that game. So it definitely puts the Bills in a good situation for the playoffs. So I'm going to go Bills minus six here. You said Bills minus six. Is, at, is it at Denver? Yes. I said I said Bills minus three and a half. I think for that reason, whenever I was going through and making my actual picks, like you said, the Bills have been rolling, so this line could be higher than that, and I feel like it might honestly be that. Uh, you know, like around what you were saying more so than what I was saying. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the Bills—they've been playing great lately. You know, they had that big win against the Steelers, and they're ten and three now. Ten and three, right? Yeah. You know, Josh Allen had a solid performance, and they're really just clicking on all cylinders offensively and, then, and defensively. They're actually, and then, yeah. Good. I was about to say they're. De- Defensively, defensively, they've been improving week in and week out. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they're coming around and looking like, you know, a solid championship contender. So I think they shouldn't have any problem taking care of this Broncos team. I will say this Broncos team, like, uh, they've been playing solid the past couple of weeks. Drew Locke's been playing well. You know, they, they're like, what? Did they lose to the Panthers last week? Or no, they, they won. Oh, they, won. They, they won. They won. Uh, they're like four or five and two in their last six or seven games. And and uh, so they've been playing solid. Defensively, they've been playing really well. And uh, if they just had a couple more weapons offensively besides, like, Jerry Judy, I think this team could be, like, you know, maybe uh, one game above 500 on the season or around that 500 spot. Uh, I think they're not too far from it right now. I just think they could have gotten a little couple extra wins with, you know, more weapons offensively. Well, I but, feel that for sure. But uh, six and a half, that's what you said. I said three and a half. No, I said six. You said six? Yeah. My bad. The line is six and a half, though. So, you won. <laughs> Turn me up, baby. Yeah. 6-1 or 6-2. 6-2? Yeah. Uh, next game, we have the Texans at the Colts. A rivalry game here in division for the AFC South. Yeah, AFC South, correct. And I know the Colts are a lot better than the Texans because, you know, you saw the Texans get absolutely demolished by the Bears last week. 
kind of embarrassing, to be honest. And this Colts team is legit, and defensively they've been stout, and offensively they're progressing well, especially because we gave them a lot of flack for being so bad offensively, mm-hmm. but they're starting to improve for sure, especially in the run game with Jonathan Taylor. But I'm still going to keep the spread a little low just because I think it'll be close because of rivalry game, and I think Vegas will look at that. So I'm going to go Colts minus four. All right, I said Colts minus four and a half in this game. Oh, I was thinking kind of the same along the same lines as you. It's a, a big interdivision game. But on the other hand, I feel like the Colt this this game could be you know a big win for the Colts. Like 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 I'm saying, they might win by a lot uh-huh. because they are fighting for that top spot against the Titans, who are tied with them. So I could see them going all out against this Texans team and winning by like 14 to 17. So yeah, I said four and a half. I you said four. You said four. The line is Colts minus seven. So wow. So it's six to three. Uh, you're up still, and I think what, how many games we got? Left? We got six, or seven? six left. Six so left. So Payne's got a shot here. Next game, we have the Bears at the Vikings. The Vikings are rolling. And, hey, the Bears, they're starting to turn around. I think they still have an outside shot to be uh, uh, like the last wild card in the NFC. Same with the Vikings. Wait, do they have the same record? They might. They might. The Bears and the Vikings? Yeah. The Vikings just lost to the Bucks. They are both 6-7. and So they both still have a shot at being that last wild card. Um, Huge game divisionally and just for playoffs, like I said. So I'm going to go Minnesota minus three. I said Minnesota minus three as well. Dang uh, it! Hey, I'll let you. Since I'm up, I'll let you uh, pick a side. Like you know, you let me do that when I'm on. When I've been down, we have the same line. So if you want to, you can. You don't have to, but if you want to. Well, I would, but as I was going through, I've already seen the line. Oh, okay. What was and it? it's my it's Minnesota minus three. Hey, okay, good job. Well, good so job. We so won. yeah, I didn't, I, was, I didn't want to change it for that reason, but uh, but yeah, this game will be uh. A hard-fought victory for whoever comes out, you know. The Bears, I think it'll be a really good game. It will. The you got one side, uh, the Vikings who have who are really who've been playing really well offensively, and then the other side uh, with the Bears, they've just been you know one of the best defensive teams in the league. And then also led by, by Cleo back. Yeah, and also offensively, they've been playing. They played really well last game. You know, like we said, Mitch Trubisky threw for like three touchdowns or something like yeah. that, and then. You know, obviously, Al put up thirty-six points. Yeah, and then David and, and David Montgomery's been balling out uh, past two or three games. So this team's starting to, you know, come back around to how they were playing at the beginning of the season. So I think it'll be a pretty close game. Honestly, I feel like the Bears might win, uh, just for those reasons. I think they're just they're a better defensive. I think it's team. a toss-up game to be honest. Yeah. In my eyes, I just think whoever has the better defensive uh, team in this game will end up winning. I know the Vikings took the dub earlier oh, in the season. The Bears are a much better but, defense. Yeah. The Vikings took the dub earlier in the year, but I just think the Bears are playing better than when they were whenever they lost to the Vikings now. So uh-huh. uh, I'd go with the Bears in this game. But we yeah, titled that one. Titled still six three. Yep. Uh, next game we have the Pats at the Dolphins. Uh, the Pats are officially out of the playoffs, I believe. I might be misspeaking on that. Let me make sure. What are they six and eight now or six and seven? I think we okay. I think I saw on like TikTok the other day, like there's a chance that they can make it like point zero zero one or something. And what's, like what's got to happen is like the Raiders got to lose two two of their last couple of games. Couple is two, so they have to lose the last two. Well, there's three games left, right? Week fifteen, three. So fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I mean, some teams might have a buy though. So they got to oh, lose. No, actually, no, they, they got to lose. Like, well, no, never mind. I think this was whenever there was four games left in the season. It was so like the, Raiders, the, the Pats are playing for nothing at this point, yeah, just basically. for pride. But this is yeah. a rivalry game in the division. Um, I'm going to go Dolphins minus three and a half. What about you, Payne? Um, I said for this game, let's see what I said. I said Dolphins minus four and a half. You said three and a half. Dolphins are at home here? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I like that line for me. Um, Just because 
You're always thinking about it as you said. Yeah, I know. I just just because the Dolphins, I mean, they played against the Chiefs last week, and they played them tough. You know, like we said, that game was going back and forth. But defensively, they've been really well, good all season. And then, I mean, we both think Fitzpatrick should be playing right now. I think they're a little bit better of a team. Agreed. Uh, offensively, whenever he's playing. Obviously, Tua will be a, a really good quarterback one day, and he's got tons of potential. But just as far as what the team needs right now, I think Fitzpatrick's the way to go. Uh, so you said three and a half. I said four and a half. I see the Dolphins winning this game by like what, probably about ten points. What I wouldn't be think? surprised if the Patriots win this game. I wouldn't be surprised either. I but could definitely see that. happening. Like 100%. you said, if the, if the Pats can't make the playoffs, I feel like they, they might just the morale might be a little bit deflated. So, but Bill Belichick, we'll see what he does here. But yeah, what's the line? Whoop! It is the line is Miami two and a half. Come here, baby. Yeah, that's whack. Pretty sure that's the game. Come on, uh, man. seven three. I think it's not. I think I got one the next four. There's three left. No way. Oh no, there is four left. There's four left. You got a shot to tie here, Payne. I gotta win. I gotta win out. All right. So uh, next out. game, we have the Bucks at the Falcons. Uh, the Bucks are actually my kind of dark horse team to make it to the NFC Championship game, and even have a shot at going to the Super Bowl. I did say that they have a decent shot of beating the Packers, and I stand by that because this Bucks team, I believe, will peak at the right time. Offensively, they have so many weapons. Well, we've gone over them: Chris Godwin, Tom Brady. Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, those yeah. guys. And then on the defensive end, they're really stout. And I just – I see them buckling down. And, I mean, I've, I've got the uh, line here at Bucks minus three and a half, but I see them winning huge here. What yeah, I see I see the Buccaneers uh, handling business pretty well this game. Um, they – you know, they had that nice one against the Vikings last week. And it was a big game, honestly, because, you know, like we said, Vikings were fighting for that last, you know, playoff spot. And then – and then the Bucks are sitting around like the sixth seed right now, and they they were only seven and five at the time. Now they're eight and five, and it, it really just comes down to how well their offensive line plays. Not maybe against this Atlanta team, just for the future and in the playoffs. I oh. think they'll be able to handle this Atlanta team and win by around fourteen to seventeen. I say. Uh, I said Buccaneers minus two and a half here, but uh, let's see what the line is. Uh, Buccaneers minus six. So you wow! Yeah. Holy crap! That, that's high. That's really high, uh, considering Atlanta's at home. I think I, if Buccaneers were at home, I would have probably said around like seven and a half, eight for this line. But we would have been going too low there again, maybe. I mean, if they had it at six on the road. Which yeah, is, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Been probably too low. Yeah, I was. We were both low there, but you know, that's here's the dub. But anyways, eight three. Yeah, next go. game we got Eagles at the Cardinals. I'm excited for this game as an Eagles fan. We need to win out to have a shot of winning the NFC East. And with Jalen Hurts as our quarterback and how our offense looked in that last game against the Saints, I'm pretty excited. I can trust our defense at this point. I know we're legit. I know we can shut down big <laughs> offenses. I mean, shoot, we held Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to 20 points. If it, We let up a big run at the end, which was kind of just a BS run. But besides that, we looked really good defensively. And I just – I think we'll be able to control Kyler Murray. Um, he seems to be back to full health at this point based off that Rams game, wouldn't you say? Or based off of the Giants. Oh, yeah, Giants game, sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I don't I'm not gonna say the Eagles are gonna for sure win this game, but just how we're playing right now, I've like got I've got a lot of confidence in us winning this game. But I'm still gonna go because you know the Cardinals are at home. It's gonna be Cardinals minus six in my eyes. Yeah, I I see the Cardinals winning this game. Um, be, just because you I sleep, think, you sleep. Well, both teams are hungry. Obviously, the the Eagles are trying to make that playoff spot. We the both Car need to win. Very the Cardinals badly. are trying to keep that playoff spot. So I'm just going with a better team here, and I think that's the Cardinals. Even though Jalen Hurts is provided a spark for the Eagles, I don't think you can, I don't think you can discount what 
Kyler Murray and uh, DeAndre Hopkins has done the whole season compared to what Jalen Hurts did for this one game and the spark he provided. The Eagles are a better team, hey, are a better team defensively, but hey, you'll see, you'll see. But I just think this uh, Cardinals offense will just be too much, especially if Kyler Murray is healthy. So yeah, I said for this line, I said Cardinals four and a half. You said Cardinals six. The line is uh, Cardinals six and a half. So you take that dub. Holy that one again. This okay? Can I? Do I have a chance to get a double digits here? I don't think anyone's ever gone up that big. I don't think so. Nine, I think we've had like maybe a. And eight, I think eight. also, I think also because of COVID reasons, there's been like less so many, games. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Um. So yeah, I think you do have a shot here, but I think I'm getting these next two. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you go first on Chiefs at Saints. Um. Yeah, Chiefs at Saints. Man, preview of the Super Bowl, man. I'm excited. This is going to be a good yeah. game to watch. I wish it was at 820 instead of 425, but, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I wish it was more primetime. Yeah, I like. I love the primetime games. Um, So, yeah, the Chiefs – I see Chiefs winning this game ultimately. I think their offense will be uh, clicking on all cylinders, and uh, I just think it will be too much for the Saints defense. Saints have a good defense. Just, you know, I don't – it's really hard to stop this Chiefs offense. Uh, Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, those guys, they just – it's just too much uh, week in, week out for any defense to handle. But then on the state side of the ball, Taysom Hill, you know, they – I mean, he's been playing well. And, and as a team, offensively, they've been playing well. Taysom Hill is playing this game. It's not Drew yeah, Brees, it's right? not Drew Brees. Okay. Yeah. I can uh, check. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive it's still Taysom Hill. I haven't really – I haven't heard any news on Drew Brees coming back. Yeah. But uh, they, they lost to the Eagles last week, 24-21. to And uh, – and maybe they they might come out a little bit more hungry to win this game, and uh, because yeah, it says it says sorry to cut you off. But yeah, it says, Drew Brees says game versus Chiefs is extra motivation to return, but no word on if he'll play. So still, it's still up in the air. It's kind of like day to day or game time. Yeah, type it's thing. either this week or next week for sure, though. Yeah, I was just saying. I think I feel like the Saints team might be pretty hungry uh, to win this game because they're not that one seed anymore. The Packers are. Uh, it's definitely going to be a showdown for sure. Yeah, it will be. And, I mean, it'll be a good game. I just see the uh, Chiefs winning by 10 because their offense will be too much here. All right, so what you got is a spread, Whoop? Um, I said – what did I say? I think I said Chiefs minus three. Yeah, I said Chiefs minus three. I said the exact same. Oh, I said did? Chiefs minus three as well. Uh, we'll see. The line is Chiefs minus three, so, you know. Bro, both the lines that were three, three we agreed on, and yeah. it was right. So, that's that's pretty lit. Yeah, it is. Uh, last game, we got the Steelers at the Bengals. The Steelers are going to beat down here. I see them coming – I mean, they're 0-2 of the last two games against the football team and the Bills, and I feel like they got a big chip on their shoulder now because, I mean, even when they were undefeated, no one gave them credit for being a good team. People ragged on them, make fun of them for having the TikTok boy wide receivers with Juju and Claypool. <laughs> I mean, people just love to give them a hard time, and that's due in part because their fans are sometimes a little out there. But I see them coming up big here and just putting a straight whooping on the Bengals. I'm going to go Steelers minus 12.5 here. Yeah, the Bengals, ever since they lost Joe Burrow, you can maybe classify them as the worst team in the league. I agree. Beside, uh, I mean, it's definitely the Jets are head-to-head. Yeah, basically. So uh, I see this game being a blowout. No reason why it shouldn't be. Uh, Steelers, I think they'll absolutely demolish them. They've lost two straight. They're trying to get their confidence back, and they're going to try to make a statement. Even though it is the Bengals, they just want to destroy anybody who's in their path because they're probably angry. I mean, yeah. I think they're definitely angry. So yeah, I think Ben, Big Ben, will get his troops rallied together and just you know go out, go all out against this Bengals defense. If I uh, win this, I go, I go up ten three. I said uh, big. What'd you say? I said twelve and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much an idiot today. What I said, Pitt minus seven and a half. I don't know. I was making oh. I was making these lines. While, you can change it. You can change it. No, nah, but I just saw the line. Oh, you did. What yeah, it? it's it's. Pit minus 13, but I was uh, – Come here, 10-3. 10-3. I got absolutely destroyed. But I was making these line picks while I was in my last 
period. And then and my teacher was playing Percy Jackson. So I was like distracted the whole time. It was probably the worst time to be making these picks. I agree. That would be the worst time. Because uh, I need to be – because these things actually require more thought than you think. Uh, yeah, you have to reflect. And, uh, yeah, I got my, my butt <laughs> handed to me this week. So, yeah, good dub for you. But I got to win the next two to win outright. So you're up 7-6 in the series with two weeks left. It'll be a good ending to the series. But yeah. uh, now a quick ad before the NBA part of this podcast. Now to move on for the second part of this podcast, we're going to be doing a little bit of our NBA discussions and topics. Uh, first question I got for you, Chandler. Can Jalen Brown end up being the best player on the Celtics this u- upcoming season? What are your thoughts on that? And uh, do you think this is honestly a possibility? I think it definitely is a possibility. I've been super high on Jalen Brown since God knows how long, since he tore up the Sixers like two and a half years ago. Uh, but I don't think he's better than Jason Tatum. But I could definitely see him stepping up into that role because he's a fearless player. He puts his all out. I think he's a much better – not much. I think he's a better defender than Jason Tatum. Yeah, I agree. But offensively, he doesn't have the firepower that Tatum has. But I can see him stepping into the role from time to time in certain games and being that number one option for them because he definitely has the abilities to become a number one option in this league in my eyes. And I, I don't know if he particularly will become the number one this year. But I could see him being like – it would be like a 1A, 1B kind of thing. Like them as a duo, that's pretty equal. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the, the role they went in when, went into with this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Jalen Brown, it, like you said, he's a better defender than Jason Tatum right now. But offensively, he's not as polished as Jason Tatum. He doesn't move quite as well, off, you know, on the offensive end. I think. <clears throat> but, but he is a guy who, you know, we've seen in – when they were playing against the Heat, he wasn't afraid of the moment. And At all, hit, exactly. That's hit, my point. He hit so many big-time shots, mm-hmm. and he closed out games for them uh, really well. And and honestly, I would probably take – we had a – when we were doing a podcast earlier in the year on who we thought should take the last shot for the Celtics team, you know, and I said I wouldn't mind any three of their best players, Kimba, uh, Tatum, or Brown taking I still agree shot. with that. Now, I, I don't – I don't I still agree with it, but if I were to pick one based off of what I've seen – I would honestly go with Jalen Brown. I think I think Tatum right now is their best player, but I could see if Brown gets a better offensive game, I could see him being, you know, developing into a guy who's I think he's the best closer out of the three. But then that's he, the biggest thing. Like you said, he's yeah. the best closer. And although he's not a better offensive player, if he's hot and he's feeling in that game, you don't want anyone else taking the shot on that Celtics team yeah. besides him at the end of the game. Because like you said, he's got that closer mentality and he steps up in those big moments, which is why you can kind of see him as almost being the number one on this team in a way. Yeah, if he had – if his offensive package was just the same as Jason Tatum, I think he's the best Ooh. player on this team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I think that's really the only thing he has to improve to surpass Jason Tatum. But, uh, yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see. I think the, them two are probably a – they're definitely a top five young duo in the NBA. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So uh, moving on for the next question – can Jamal Murray win MVP? And I say we take a look at you know some of the MVP uh, the MVP odds for this uh, year. I right, well, your first question with Jamal Murray, I don't think he really has a shot because he's not the best player on his team. And we all know I've I've said this like a billion times, but we all know this: the MB, MVP in the NBA works as this: whatever team has the best record at the end of the year, whoever their best player is will win the MVP. That's why people yeah. cried so much when Steve Nash won it those two years, and they're like LeBron should have won it. I'm like, no, that's just how the MVP's always been. It's whoever finishes best record, best player. It's just how it's going to be. <laughs> Holy. Sorry, I got a call there. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Dude, the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy ringtone, I love that. Yeah, but um, sure. uh, what, what was I talking about? I You're talking about Jamal Murray. 
Oh yeah. Um, I don't see the Nuggets team. I maybe they could be like a three seed. I don't see them finishing first in the West. And even if they were to, because I mean, I guess that is a possibility for them yeah. being first in the West. But Jokic is still the best player on that team. So there's no way you could give it to the number two on that team. So I don't see him having a chance at all. But who are some people you see as MVP candidates? Well, I mean, obviously Luka Doncic is up there. He's um, an uprising one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's probably the favorite this year. I'm trying to figure That's, out. See, but I I. I like the concept of saying he could be the MVP, but you saw what I was talking about. You got a team with the best record. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Giannis the past two years. Who had the best record? The Bucks back-to-back years. Who won it? Giannis. Right. Um, I I agree with those MVP candidates too. Well, not candidates. I agree with those MVP decisions because I think he deserved them. But that's just how it's going to be. And I don't see the Mavericks having even a slight of a shot to be the first in the West. So I mm-hmm. feel like you can almost take Luca out of it, not entirely because he's just roaring so much this year, and I see him growing a ton in this game, but. I don't see him as a favorite in my well, eyes. Well, the thing is, I think the argument for Luka Doncic is that I think this Mavericks team has the potential to be like a four seed in the West. Would you agree? I think yeah. they can get there. I think it'd be a four. And I think if they are there, and if he's putting up numbers like he did last season, I think that I think you know the NBA. It's it's like you said. It, it usually go the MVP goes to the person who's the best player on the team with the best record. Uh-huh. But I think they also fall in love with. A, fall in love with a player who has great statistics and stuff like that, and a guy you can build around, and or uh, you know, fans are, are are identifying with. Like, look at James Harden; his team wasn't like the number one team, number one seed in the West whenever he won the uh, that is MVP, true. and neither was Russell Westbrook. You know, but what one thing Russell Westbrook had was he averaged a triple double, and 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 Luka Doncic. You know he's, he's he had to he he had to win it the same way Russ and Harden did. exactly that's what yeah. I'm saying and I think that I think that's why he's the favorite right now is because they see potential for him to do something like that the man was having like 43 17 boards and 16 assists uh, games and you know that that's like unheard of that's that's crazy numbers so if he's averaging somewhere like 29 points 11 assists and and 10 rebounds I could definitely see uh, him winning it and he probably will win it if their team gets to like the four seed now on the other side if we want to talk about Jamal Murray, I agree with you. He's not the best player on his team. So even if the Nuggets end up being the number one seed, you know, let's just say hypothetically if they end up being the number one seed, I don't see him winning it because he's not the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. I think the guy where I got this question from, or where I saw this question, I think the guy was kind of thinking if Jamal Murray come, you know, becomes the best player on this team this season because, uh-huh. like we saw in the playoffs, how well he played and stuff like how that. He became that clutch guy, yeah. He and he did become that clutch, but clutch guy. But as we know, you know, uh, Jokic was definitely still the heart and soul of that team. But I say we take a look at some of the. Uh, I'd say my three favorites. If I just list them out right now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go LeBron one, Kawhi two, and Giannis three, which kind of just sounds like the big three of best players. But I also see the Clippers, Lakers, and Bucks being the best teams coming out of their respective conferences. Um, I don't know. It's going to be tough because if Paul George is really playing – well, actually, I don't know if I should say that because AD is going to be playing amazingly well, so that and that doesn't take away any from LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be interesting. I definitely just – like I've already harped on, I just think they usually tend to give it to the best team with best record. But Luka is definitely that dark horse guy who's becoming more and more of a favorite and almost a probable choice at this point based off how he's been playing in the past and how we see him put up crazy numbers night in and night out. Yeah, I'm trying to find the MVP odds for this season. I'm pretty sure Luka Doncic is like plus 400 as the favorite. And me personally, he's my favorite to win it. But then I also have LeBron in there. I have Giannis in there. And then two of the dark horses, and one of the guys you like is Damian Lillard. I think he's he has an outside chance. He's got he's got the same kind of shot it, that Luca, Luca has. has and same for Steph Curry. I was gonna say Steph Curry as well. Without Clay, if 
if Steph can That's make true. this team like a four or five seed, then they're going to be all over Steph Curry because he's already a two-time winner. He's oh, he's drag. This will be where the, the the this will be they'll be able to correct the narrative and be like he can carry a team. You know, he carry it into like a four seed yeah. or whatever. So yeah, those are about my five guys. Uh, and uh, my my five would be. And I'm going to say – I'm going to readjust my order just based off how we've been talking and making me think. I'm going to go still LeBron one. I'm going to have Luka two or three. Uh, I'll have Giannis – I mean, not Giannis, uh, Kawhi two or three. Him and Luka are probably tied at the two spot for me. And then four, I go Dave. And then five, Embiid. <laughs> just, just why not? <laughs> for me, it goes Luka, LeBron, Steph Curry – I'm gonna go Giannis for reigning MVP. I think if he has a season like he did last there year, there is no way. He'll definitely no, be I don't. I don't see them giving it to Giannis. I don't see them giving it to him. But if he has a season like he did last year and the the, the number one seed in the East, I don't see why he's not. If top, they have the much better record by like better than any other team in the league by like a good amount of games, there's a shot he can win it. But I just don't think they're gonna want to give it to him three straight years in a row. They really well, don't want. I'm do saying that. he's fourth because I think he might end up like fourth in MVP voting. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I okay. think that's definitely how it could happen. So that's like, and then fifth, I would go with somewhere like someone like Damian Lillard or something like that. Huh. Uh, for the next question I have for you though is, if Chris Paul takes his son's team to the Western Conference Finals this year, does he solidify his spot as a top five point guard all time? Uh, for sure. I think a lot of people have Chris Paul their top five point guards of all time already. Right, yeah, and. He's a top 50 player of all time. I think we could agree that, would you say? Top what? Top 50 of all time. Yeah, he's top like, 50. He's, he's probably like, top four. Top 30. He's close He's close to cracking he, that top 40 if he hasn't. He's yeah, probably around he's, 40, he's in that range. Uh, but I think, yeah, like you said, if he were to take the Suns team on a deep playoff run and really lead them, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that would be a ton of respect towards him because he's been in so many situations and he's had success. Maybe not a ton of playoff success, but he's had a ton of just overall success and team success. Um. So if he were to do that, I would definitely say that solidifies him top five easily. Not, yeah, no question. I think he, he's obviously a consensus top ten point guard of all time. But if we were to narrow it down, he's probably sitting somewhere around six. I think we'd have Magic above him. We'd have Steph above him. We'd have John Stockton and Isaiah Thomas above him. So that's that's four, that's, four. Guys, that's four guys right there. And then that's whenever you get into like Austin Jason, Robertson, Steve, Steve Nash, Nash, Jason, Jason Kidd. Yeah, I would put Chris Paul above Jason Kidd. Maybe not, not above Steve. Maybe Nash. not Steve Nash because I, Steve I'd Nash have him in the middle of those two. Two-time MVP, and you know Steve Nash has been to a final. So the thing that's holding Chris Paul back is you know he's a great leader and he's actually a winning player. Believe it or not, he hasn't gotten to that finals. He's been to he's been no he's been to the West. he has been to the Western Conference Finals. No, he has no he, he hasn't. He didn't play. He, he didn't play. He was hurt. Yeah, because right, the Rocks exactly. he was hurt. Exactly. Uh, that's and that's the biggest thing on his resume. He's never made it to a Conference Finals or yeah. a Finals. And I'm really waiting for him to just give up on being the number one guy and just sell out and go join the Lakers and be like a sixth or seventh man and go win a championship because that's really what I want to see him do is just win a championship. Yeah, but for me personally to answer this question, if he takes this team. To the Western Conference Finals this year, the Suns team being make the playoffs last year, I put him top five. I think it solidifies oh, solidify his top five. And being 30, 35, 36 years old this season and doing that and being, you know, arguably the best player on that team, I think he – I'd still rather have him – that's tough. Him or D-Book. Him know? and D-Book are close. They, they're, they're a great duo. But, you know, he, he'll he be arguably the best player on this team. Yeah. Um, so if he does that and he's definitely the leader, uh-huh. I, I think you've got to put him top five. For sure. Uh, yeah. Make sure y'all check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Acrap. Also, make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Whoop underscore Shoot Podcast. Yeah, anything else to add, Whoop? Yeah, just make sure, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, go check our go check out our boys at and follow them on IG at Lucky Seven Raffle. And uh, what was the other 
person you said you said something else, right? Or am I, or am I tripping? I thought you said you're something. tripping. I am tripping. I thought you said, and yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I will just make sure to go follow them. Yeah, peace, peace.